Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a very special Wednesdays with Wheels. This is so exciting for me because, first of all, I have one of my dearest friends from the radio, and I, we know that you've been missing us this last week because uh, uh, the crew is on vacation till the 4th. So I have my friend Deanna King with us. Deanna, how are you? Hi, Wheels. Well, let me tell you, it's so funny because they must have played a replay today where people, it was like my birthday. Okay. I got all these messages from people saying, happy birthday. I'm like, it's not my birthday. Yeah, it's I not my her. birthday. Right. Hilda here even messaged me and said, when's your birthday? <laughs> and then, so now fans of the We Show will know this next person we have with us because we often, you often mention her on the Brother We Show. Told that you, you that you That you hang out with her on a regular basis and that she imparts words of wisdom to you on a regular basis. Oh. So Hilda, welcome to the podcast. Say hello, Hilda. Hi. Hilda, Hilda, is this your first podcast you've ever done? It actually is. Hilda, I heard you were a little nervous. (laughs) I am. This is just three friends. This is just three friends talking and and just hanging out. We're letting right now we're letting twenty three people in on the conversation. Which, by the way, Hilda. It's funny to me that she's embarrassed because this woman does not care what she says to anybody. That's not true. And she will tell me whatever is on her mind, whether I want to hear it or not. But not in public. I'm not going to just spew in public. Listen, it is interesting because Deanna told me that. And I think I even mentioned to Deanna one time, I think I need a little Hilda in my life because there's sometimes I need somebody to just tell me like it is. Here I am. Here you are. Everyone needs a little Hilda in their life wheels. So, uh, Hilda, I hear you may have. Did you bring a drink over, Hilda? Deanna told me you were bringing drinks. She did bring a drink. I did. What kind of Deanna? What was the famous drink you told me about? What did she name it? Oh, what was you see? There was many. There was the one that was the what was the one we had outside that was the purple one. You You must be referring to the thigh opener. There you go. There you go. I don't usually name them anymore. I used to. I don't. Okay. Hilda, I I used to have an annual martini party. And it was a martini drive-by. You came by, had two martinis, and left. That was it. Two. Well, yeah. Get the F out after two. Well, do you usually usually get you tipsy, you know, and you go on home and cause you have it somewhere else, right? But um, yeah, they were all named. I love it. I can listen. I can't wait till next summer so I can come over for two martinis and I'll fall out of the chair and somebody will have to pick me up. <laughs> hey, come on. I'll make it Hilda, I have to say, I love the hair. Thank you. Right? Hilda's purple hair. Let me tell you, Wheels. Hilda has a fascinating life one she's puerto rican and she makes fun of me for being the white girl all the time i'm just going to tell you that right now anything i say she'll say you're such a white girl um <laughs> she was in the arm in the military army right i was and she was a corrections officer forever no i was not a correct well, well you worked at a prison what did you do i worked at a prison for 19 years but i was a civilian what was a, con- a counselor oh okay now what branch of the service were you in army oh very good well thank you for your service First off, how long were you how long were you in the service for? I did uh 13 and a half years. Wow, very good. Very good. Tell them about 50 cent. <laughs> Wait, you have a 50 cent story? Yes. No, she no. does. 
Oh, you have to tell me now. Don't run around. I can't focus. Like, that's how we do. How oh, we do. okay. So have a drink, and this is how we do. Hilda, well, 50 Cent, who was he coming to visit? Was there just someone there? Do you remember way back the G unit? I know G unit. G -unit. Let me just refresh here. G unit. Yeah. There was, I, I remember some names was Lloyd Banks because he showed up. Uh, Curtis Jackson, which is 50. 50. And uh, who was in Tony Yayo? That name, that name I don't remember. Um, he was, he was doing time in the shot camp. I worked at a shot camp and he was, you know, whatever he got sentenced to, if you do shock, you could get out in six months. Okay. And that's what he was doing. So they came to his graduation. Those are I some pretty big hugs. Hugs. Got a hug from I got a full body hug. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. I made sure of that. I didn't want no chinsy little, you know. <laughs> Uh-uh, let me fill you up, boy. <laughs> what was shock camp, by the way? What is shock camp? Shock camp is like a military-based, you know, it's a program. Uh, you do, most of it is like drug rehab. You do six months of drug rehab, you know, ASAP. They had the ASAP program. Um with the 12 steps and all of that. And they had networking, they had programmings and you know, you got up, you did PT, you made your bed, you, you know, very mi like military basic training. Mm -hmm. It was not vacation. No, no. There was, there was no watching Dr. Phil in the afternoon. Oh, oh no. no. Which oh, by no. the way, Aiden just showed me yesterday. Is this, you might not know, is this allowed now? Aiden showed me a TikTok of a guy who's in prison Who's a famous TikToker? What doing TikToks in his cell? No. Yes. What state? I don't know. I'll have to look it up. But he's showing me. I think it is in New York. It is in New York. It's allowed in New York. No, that's oh. what I'm saying. Oh, it, is, it, oh, it, it isn't. isn't. Oh, you know, isn't. They have tablets, but the last I knew, and I could be wrong. I should ask my daughter, Serena, because she's a corrections officer. Um, I should ask her because. No, they didn't have access to the internet. Now, did you did you ever have any inmates tell that they gave you a hard time, or were they all pretty cool cool with you? Because it seems like they would all be pretty cool for Tilda. You know, there's always one. Right? There's always one. There's always one. No, I had a couple incidents, but for the most part, um, I had a good uh, reputation with the inmates. Yeah. I mean, we're what's so, not to love? Oh, no, no, because I'm completely different at work. You know, you have to maintain standards and whatnot. But what I did, I, I did work in the shot camp for six years. And then within the shot camp, there is a maximum security prison. And it's called, they call it the S block. Okay. Because it is shaped like a dust, I guess. <clears throat> It's a 200-man unit, um, and they're there for punishment. So we got all the troublemakers out of anywhere, any any prison throughout the state. So Attica, you know, we had murderers, rapists, the whole deal. Those guys were not in the shot camp. No, they're not. No. They're not. So I worked there for seven years, and that's actually where I learned 
all of my uh, prison stuff. Like that allowed me to go on work in other prisons and not be totally blind and only think I was, you know, it was as easy as shock. So that's interesting to me. The first day you, the first day you, let's say the first day you go into, it's called S S block. Is that what it's called? Yes. The first day you go, is it? Special housing unit is a real name. I'm sorry. It's SHU special housing unit. Okay, so but the first day you go there from you went there from shock camp, right? Was it was it an eye opening experience? Was it were were you was it like a little bit of a culture shock? And were you like, what am I walking into? I was scared shitless. Yeah, <laughs> I was scared because these guys aren't getting out, right? Well, the the, no. the 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 murderer guys, those aren't those guys aren't getting out. No, there's a lot of lifers in there, so they don't care what they're doing. I mean, they don't care about you know violating you or you know spitting on you or anything like that. Right, because they got nothing to lose. Yeah, the guys on the upstairs floor though, because they had a disciplinary level, so some guys, you know, you earn your way up, you get more privileges in within that whatever little you get. Right. But um, so there's incentive to be good, but the guys that are first getting there, they're angry, they're pissed, they've gotten screwed, I shouldn't be, you know, all sorts of stuff. Is everyone innocent? Because I'll tell you, when I was a reporter, that was the big thing. I, nobody, nobody was guilty. I Nobody was guilty. No, that it's not like that, but uh, I mean, everybody does say they're, you know, innocent. But I actually had a guy in my shoe that then later on, went to be released and i had no idea yeah and i don't remember him i do know that he we crossed paths you know in the in the shoe and it was brief right um but yeah big article in the paper he was an italian guy out of the city which by the way i just started watching if you're looking for an interesting documentary on netflix there's a documentary called the innocent man don't google it because then you'll find out what happens but it's a it is about um, a guy who's accused of uh, murdering this woman, um, and it's fascinating. Though it was it was actually the only book that John Grisham uh, wrote that was a nonfiction. Oh, really? All of his books are fiction. This was the only book that was a nonfiction. And in the documentary, The Innocent Man, they actually John Grisham is interviewed in it. So it's really, uh, it's really fascinating. By the way, for the people who are on Facebook Live, if you see this spot up here on my ceiling, that's a, um, that was a, a, a leak of which I patched that I've yet to sand. So just so you I know. remember, I remember when that happened. I, I am every woman. So um, I, I do everything just so you know, but I patched it and have yet to sand it. Now I'm just waiting for, um, I'm trying to find a good man to come and sand it It's a me. real eyesore. <laughs> I mean, if I had a vertical, I would do it. I would get up there for you and do it. <laughs> if you could reach, you'd do it for me. I could do it. It it's looks just, dangerous. It's just I'm such a massive thing. I don't think I'm going to do that. Will, uh, how was your Christmas? It was good. I'll tell you, it was, I don't know about you girls, but it was quiet and, and I'm not used to, you know me, Deanna, and Hilda will get to know me, but I'm not used loud to. Mouth. I'm not used to quiet, right? right? So I'm used to lots of family being around and and a big party and and it was it wasn't like that. So no, it, was, it was peaceful. Where are we? In we're at, oh, you got to go to Wheels. We're, we're, Hilda wants to see where he can so she her uh, husband can watch. Ron oh loves yeah. To watch. Um. So Hilda, let's 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 let Hilda tell the story since I've talked story. I, 
bitch, hold on a second. Since <laughs> I've told Hilda so can many you say that yeah. I've told we, Hilda, Hilda, we can swear we can say whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. I have um told Hilda. Um, I, I, I've told you many stories on Wheeze about um, Hilda. Yes. But what you don't, what I don't think I've ever told is the um, story about how we met. Um, I just sent him how the link. I just sent him the link. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Tell her about, tell, this is Hilda's version of what happened. Hilda's version was she lived here for four years and. I did. I lived here. For, I've been here since 2016. Okay. And we're just this year becoming friends because Deanna wouldn't ever look at me. <laughs> ever. I mean, she'd be mowing the lawn like zoom, zoom, zoom. I didn't know she had earphones on, but I'd say, hi, how you doing? You know, nothing, nothing. And I thought, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, Wheels, I just have to say, through Hilda, I found out that we have some joining neighbors yes. who have talked some shit about me. Who said, no, not neighbors. I don't talk to any of the neighbors. So who they are. I'm not going to say the guy, but the guy who said that he thinks that I'm bitch because I just don't oh. talk to people. Right. Can I share a little? looking at me and like waving, she claims. I have waved. Well, see, but see, I'm not allowed to wave my husband. <laughs> this is a funny story. Who does not like people. <laughs> Every time he sees me wave, he says, don't wait to the neighbors. Don't wait to the neighbors. <laughs> don't wait to the neighbors. I'm like, so why not? Because he's right. Because I don't want to know the neighbors. I have lived here since 2005, and her husband Ron lived here since then. And I, um, he was here before you, right? Yeah, he was here before me, and I never spoke to him. And Ron I was like, literally people. never spoke to him. And maybe once in a while, when I drove by, I'd give the, you know that, you know this cul-de-sac wave where you're just like. That's right. what I do. Why right? do you know? I learned it from my mother. Puerto Ricans wave at everybody. So Ron would never really do anything. And, he, and Ron has the resting bitch face that I have. So I thought he was just mean. So I was right. like, I'm not going to talk to that guy. He's the greatest person in the world, by the way. Um, and he's so a good guy. Hilda comes along. And then one day, like she claims that I was ignoring her forever. But I do have to say, I know I'm dominating the conversation. All of my best friends claim okay. that I... <laughs> Uh, I didn't, I hated them. I hated Jennifer Johnson. I hated Nikki Rudd. All of my best friends. I, I think I even like, did I even like you wheels when I first met you? So uh, that's the story I was going to, I was going to jump Oh, was she a bitch to you too? <laughs> well, she oh, lo and behold, what a big surprise. Yeah, Hilda, she wasn't necessarily a bitch. But okay. I remember the first time I was on the radio, we were doing a remote and it was for 9-11 and Deanna was only on part of the show at the time. Right. She comes walking up with her computer and I'm sitting next to the former producer, Paulie, and, and Marianne was there. And Deanna sits at the opposite end of the table and like she didn't even look at me. <laughs> because I yeah. am I am all business. We yeah, whatever. I'm all business. And people yeah, think it's not business like. Listen. People think that it's me being a bitch, but it's not. It's me being insecure, and I'm just going to go. I'm going to, like, I have blinders on. I'm going to do what I need to do. I mean, Jennifer Johnson and Nikki Rudd. Jennifer Johnson, I didn't like her. She'll tell the story, too. She Jennifer Johnson, you and you've had her on your show, Wheels. Jennifer Johnson comes strolling in. Here she is, literally, she's Barbie, right? Yes. She is Barbie personified. She's oh, all Barbie. Really? Oh, oh she's funny. stunning. I, I, yes, I love her. Oh, 
for and many reasons, but she is stunning. Right. And she's so missed, like, she's so nice and she like charity, charity. And I'm like, ugh, there's no way that that is genuine. <laughs> I just made her to show up. Don't do that to me. I'm like, right. But I said, there's no way that that could possibly be a real human being. Right. right. There's no way you could be that attractive and that nice. It's usually, you know, one or the other. I choose attractive. Um, it's usually one or the other. And no, it turns out she really is that fantastic. And so we wow. became, we became great friends. I was in her wedding. Um, Nikki was this, Nikki came in and Nikki was all like bubbly. And I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to do my stuff and whatever. <clears throat> Nikki as well. I was in Nikki's wedding and we're like best friends. So see? that's oh, kind Deanna, of- Deanna, if I put comments up on the screen, can you see the comments? I can't. So read them to me. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Can you see that? If I put it up there, can you see it now? I see nothing. No. no all right. It says- Tiffany Marie says, oh. you hated me during orientation at Applebee's. <laughs> Funny, Tiffany is one of my dearest friends. We have been friends. We were Apple buddies in college. Hold on a second. Hilda, do you know what an Apple buddy is? Okay. No, I'm guessing somebody that worked at Applebee's. Yeah, let me educate you. <laughs> so when you work at Applebee's, Wheels, okay, the, the employees are called Apple buddies. But here's the thing. They weren't buddies. Tiffany can attest to this. All those girls were mean to me, Wheels. Every last one of those waitresses were mean to me, except for my friend Tiffany, who we actually became really close. Um, and it's also funny, because when my son Evan is, like, complaining about, like, finances, like, Tiffany and I were so poor in college that we would go to, we would eat french fries and hot wing sauce, because that's all we could afford. Oh, wow. But, um... So Tiffany was the only one that was nice to me. And there was a second Tiffany. So there was a good Tiffany and there was evil Tiffany. Huh. Evil Tiffany was like this big Amazon girl who was so mean to me. And uh, so Tiffany, who is, she is my, uh, one of my dearest, most wonderful friends in the whole world. I'm at, at, was Tiffany at dinner with us the night we went to dinner and then we went to the comedy club? I think so. Okay. Think so. She's got red hair. Tiffany. She's really yeah. pretty, has red hair. Yes. You know her. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Tiffany and I, see, I have a history of not liking people, and then I love them. <laughs> I'm going to embarrass myself and see, Hilda, this is what we do when we're, we do podcasts. This is what we do. So every time Tiffany's picture, like if she comments on something, uh -huh. I'll see the little picture that she has up there. And you know how you just said she's very pretty and has red hair. I always think to myself, because I don't recognize the name, I'm always like, oh, who is this very attractive lady that's on my Facebook page? And then I oh, click on it. Wheels, were you, were you thinking you wanted to tap that wheel? I mean, I, yeah, I, I wasn't <laughs> on that at one point. Hilda, <laughs> this is what I mean. You can't have any shame. Tiffany's in the room and I just let out a secret. No shame. Yeah, no, Tiffany is beautiful. And no Tiffany's shame. one of my best friends. But let me tell you what's also funny, Wheels, because Tiffany, she is one of my good friends. So, um... If she comments on like my Facebook pages, she then will get because there are there are great we show fans, right? Who we love. Right. And then over here in this little little bubble over here is a little bunch of creepers, right? They live in this little they live on their own little world and their little island where they think they can say anything they want to. Yes. And the little island of creepers will then message Tiffany <laughs> because they see that she's my friend and like hit on her. And oh. that is one of the consequences of being my friend. Yeah, I mean, I've never gone that far. I just thought she was attractive. And 
didn't realize that send her any messages. <laughs> didn't realize that that's who it was. And then when I knew, I was like, oh, that's just Tiffany. Okay. Uh, cool. <laughs> it's interesting, Hilda, because do you realize, you know, Deanna just said that uh, Tiffany gets messages, but do you know how many messages I get when I had take a picture with Deanna saying, oh, you're so lucky because you're, 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 you get to sit next to Deanna. Oh, uh, yeah. And I say I that. I think the privilege was sitting next to you. Will. Oh, well, thank you. Elba. Listen, I often say, okay. I often say that she's like my, she's like, even though we're pretty close in age, I couldn't be her child because. Thank you. Because you are not that much younger than me, MFR. Right. Let's that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. But I often say she's like uh, my second mother, so that it creeps me out when they send me messages, and sometimes I get a little defensive and say, "Back off, bitch!" Right. I'm I'm only, I'm only your mother because I nag you about being on like Chatterbait. Hilda, do you know what Chatterbait is? Chatterbait. Wheels. Let's tell Hilda what Chatterbait is and what you do on Chatterbait. Wheels. Hilda. Okay. I'll wait. Okay. I, this is not even gonna. This isn't even gonna bother me because well, I think. I think Hilda is hip with the times, so I think Hilda will understand this. Why? Hilda, it is a website where you can go on, and there's naked women on their webcam, and they do things. Oh, oh, oh my, my God. Wait, are you kidding me? Reels is leaving out a very important fact. <laughs> you buy coins, Hilda, and these women on Chatterbait... Have Chatter little Chatterbait. Chatter Chatter she wrote it. C H A U. Hilda wrote it down. She's gonna go on with her husband later. Um, no. So, <laughs> so it's it, these women. You buy coins, and they have little things that up their hoo has. Oh, oh no, 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 no! We are not having that conversation. And when you when you pay, no. wheels, tell her when you pay a coin, it vibrates. It vibrates in their hoo Hilda. No. Yes. Tell her wheels. Look at how innocent. No. Look at how innocent and pure he looks. This is why I said. His mother is right there and he is oh, going on Chatterbait. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hilda, I'm a man, Hilda, and I'm in quarantine and I'm, I just turned 40. And what do you I want from me? I hear you, but I'm, I just, oh, God. <laughs> I'm not putting a coin in something to, that's what I'm <laughs> to motel you, you put a freaking quarter in the bed with a vibrate you never been in one of those no i love oh, miss Chrissy white girl has never been in a motel freaking six where you put a quarter in and the bed goes and you would probably like that i have never been first of all i'm too snobby to be in a motel oh six. god i can't even <laughs> I am a I'm a hotel snob, but here's the thing: I'm a hotel snob. Wheels. I've told this story also on the in, on the Wee Show. I'm a hotel snob because when I was my first job, I was 14 years old. Okay. Okay. And I was saving up for my car for when I was 16. 
of which I eventually purchased a Dodge Daytona. I don't want to brag or anything with a spoiler. Um, I'm going to brag, but I'm just going to put that out there. So the spoiler made, did it make noise? Not wheels. A spoiler is on the back of the car and it just. Oh, the, the thing, the, the thing that makes it more aerodynamic. It's a fancy piece of thing. <laughs> I'm not fancy. First I don't all, drive, Hilda, so that's why I didn't know. Not a fancy person thing. So anyway, but I saved up for a car, and I did. Well, first of all, the Dodge Daytona. I didn't listen to my dad's advice because my dad told me we went to look at this car and it had an insane amount of miles on it. And my father, who is a brilliant, wonderful man, said, "Do not buy this car. It has too many miles on it." And I said, "Dad, this car looks cool, and that's the car I'm gonna I'm gonna buy." Right. And so I bought it, and I'll get back to the hotel story in a second. But I, so I bought this Dodge Daytona, and I'm like, I am cool. I got a spoiler. It's gray. I look like, look at me. Look how hot I am in, in Buff State with my hair blowing, and I got the Dodge Daytona. So I would, I drove home one night to one day to visit my parents, and I'm on the throughway, and I'm in my Dodge Daytona, and I'm thinking, wheels. Look at me. I am hot, as we would say, shiznit, right? Right. I'm, I'm, and all of a sudden, this trucker is on the left of me. And he is honking his horn, and I'm like, I know, buddy. I know you want some of this in the Dodge Daytona, but you can't have it, okay? Um, so I'm, like, driving. I got the music cranked, maybe Ace of Bass. I don't know what it was. And he keeps honking his horn, and I'm like, what is going on? Turns out, Wheels, the Dodge Daytona was on fire, oh my and God. the flames were shooting out the side that I didn't know it was on fire. And the truck driver wasn't hitting on me, Wheels. He was trying to notify me that I was in extreme danger. <laughs> you know the best part of this podcast for me right now is this is so much fun. But I have my bedroom door open and my mom is watching upstairs. And I can literally hear her hear her laughing out loud. But let me say, so the hotel story, let me just, so I my first job was at a hotel. I was 14 year old, years old, imagine. Innocent Deanna. Innocent. First of all, I was 14 and pure. Oh, my God. I was pure. Innocent. Wait, hold on one second. While we talk about your innocence, does Hilda know that you once had a crush on Kenny Rogers? Yeah, she knows that. And Mike Catalana, not to bring that up again, but just saying. Mike Catalana. He works for Channel 13 as a sports Oh, guy. I thought that was Jared Leno. I no, know. I loved Mike Catalana for a very long time. He didn't Wasn't know. that his name on what's uh, My So-Called Life? My, was it Claire name? Danes? Was it I a, loved that no, show. No, it was Jordan Catalana. Jordan Catalana. No, Mike Catalana works for Channel 13. Um, but anyway, and he's engaged and his fiance is lovely, so I'm not even trying to step on that. So don't even, I'm not trying to step on that. This was a Don't even come at her. Anna. When I first started um, reporting um, and I'd see Mike Catalana, I remember I was at uh, Abby Wambach had her. I'm trying to hide. Stop hiding. Yes. Abby Wambach had her 100th goal and she was at Salem Stadium. And it was so awesome. It was so much fun. And I know I'm jumping all over, so I apologize. But Abby Wambach had her 100th goal and I was there to cover it for, I believe, Channel 10. And Mike Catalana was there and he came up and talked to me and I was like, ah. And then Abby came up to, to talk to me and I was like, <sighs> I had such a girl crush on Abby Wambach because she was just amazing. But anyway, back to the hotel. So I'm 14. Why I get it. call it a girl crush? Why can't it just? Why can't it just a be rush? a crush? Right? Why does it have to be a girl crush? That know. is a very good. Question. Well, you, you, you fan like if I like if I like somebody if I met somebody and I and I'm a fan of them I I sort of I call it fanboy. So you would fangirl. You were a little fangirl. 
Well, right. Man but, girl's a little different than a girl crush. Girl crush. No, like I truly like a crush is a crush is a crush. Is a crush. I would I would switch sides for Abby Wambach. I no, we just broke some news. I Abby Wambach. You don't me, have to switch sides. Abby just, Wambach is very sexy, and there's something about the fact that she's just. No, let's Google her. Yeah, go ahead. She's married to Glennon Doyle right now, who I love as well. She's an author. That Untamed book I was telling you about. But Abby Wambach is successful. She's strong. I love how she tries to motivate other women, and she like you know I she has Wambach. W A M B A C H. She had some failures, but then she like overcame. Like anyway, so I'm 14. Wheels. And I get a job at the Treadway Inn. Now, the tread back, this was like, this was one of the like motels in Batavia. And it was the only job I could get at age 14 because back in my day, you know, I don't even know. Do you hire 14 year olds now? Can you in New York State legally hire 14? I think you have to be 16, don't you? Yeah. So I'm 14. And the only job they would hire was to work at a Holiday Inn or the Treadway Inn. So I worked with my friend Sandra and we had to clean hotel rooms. And let me tell you, Spelled it wrong. When you work at a hotel room at 14 and you are as pure as I was pure. and you have to see things that you should never see as a 14 year old girl Ew. on the bed um, and you have to clean that room, like you will what? never stay in another hotel room that is not a five star hotel in your <laughs> life. Can you, can you tell us like what kind of things? Um, wheels like protective gear for men. Was oh, okay. All right. Um, just disgusting. Like. At 14 years, yeah, oh wait, let me see. At 14, here, let me do it. At 14 years old, like, you don't ever want to have to, like, clean up someone else's stupid hair. at any age, do you? At any age. Right? Right. The Treadway, it was called the Treadway Inn? It was called the Treadway Inn. I don't know what it's called. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, my God, I love Well, no, I mean, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, She's looking at Abby. Yeah, it was called the Treadway Inn then. She's beautiful, but she's. Yeah, and since then it's changed. Not feminine looking. No, but she's, she's very sexy because she's she's. I mean, she was one of the most. Oh, that's a nice. See, thing. see, sweat. Yeah, sweat. Um, By the way, her brother is does follow my page, so he might uh, he might pop in. But we love Abby. So her wife, Glennon Doyle, was a christian blogger so to speak and they saw their t- her telling the story is so amazing they met each other at like a conference and glennon saw her and abby saw her and she was like oh my god like it that's was like, glenn doyle that's glennon doyle yeah she read the book untamed if you've never read the book untamed i even recommend it for men actually now i can um, talk to her right <laughs> oh. <laughs> no i'm kidding i'm kidding this is getting spicy Oh, she's like, beautiful, right? No, yeah. But, um, yeah, Untamed is the book if you've never read that book. Wheels, I suggest it for you as well. It's kind of just about overcoming and just being, getting over your fears and being your best self. Being your best self? Maybe I will read that. Yeah. And um, anyway, Why so. Why do you want to take any of that advice? I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm she's kidding. true. I'm kidding. I'm, mm. No, let me tell you. Hilda has led me through, without getting into details, one of the darkest years of my life. And I will say, and I'll get emotional saying it, and I found Hilda when I needed Hilda the most. And although I was there Took was, her four years. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> although there were years when I wasn't looking up when I was mowing my lawn. Right. I needed Hilda when I found her. And even Vivian will say, Mom, 
you really needed Hilda. And I Aww. said, you know what, Vivian, you're right. I did need Hilda. See, yeah. that's why we met. We met when it was the right time to meet. Right. You know, it's, it's very interesting. I do believe that uh, people are brought into your life at certain times for certain reasons. I do too. And uh, Hilda, the the young lady sitting next to you, uh, sipping on her uh, margarita, uh, definitely was brought into my life at a time when I needed someone, and always been there for me. So uh, we'll get we will we'll turn this into a Doctor Phil episode. But it's called divine intervention. You know, I'm a firm, strong believer in divine intervention. Yeah, right? yeah. And I pray a lot. So because, I, and Hilda's also a firm believer in like, tell them about like how, like cleanse, like cleaning, cleansing a space. Like she thinks that there are like vibes in certain places where you need to go out and go in and clear it out. Right. Yes. There's a very interesting book that I read once and did exactly what it said. And it changed my life. It certainly changed the spot I was living in, which was not so pretty. Well, so Hilda, let me ask you a question then. How do you go in and cleanse that area? Oh, no, I'd have to reread the book. But it's a, it's a spiritual thing, you know. You, you First, you clear it out. I remember using Epsom salt and uh, in a glass bowl and alcohol and lighting it up. And, and it clears out, you know, and then you have to walk around the house. You clear it out. Then you have to repurpose the house. There are some... There are some people that I would like to clear out. <laughs> not people. It's a negative, negative energy. We all right. I thought we could go as far as people. I thought we could, you know. Negative energy. Uh, I'm telling you, it, it was written by a, a Native American woman. Um, Denise Ling, I think. I don't know. Um but yeah, it had an impact on me and I've pretty much, you know, do that wherever or whenever I feel something needs to be cleared. It needs to clear my house. I got some negative It's, it's, it's so much better if you do it yourself, but if you don't know what you're doing, you know, I mean, because it, a lot of it is just intention. It's intention. It's right. who want, you know, this space to be for and you have to really like pray almost. It's, you know, I did, you know. You're asking the elements like spirit, air to clear out the place, you know, earth, wit, you know, is the salt. Right. Yada, yada. And then you pray for like peace. And I always pray that uh, people ask for comfort. If people walk into my house, they feel, you know, a comfortable space, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Really complex. I mean, uh, do you guys believe in that whole, like, um, I have a good friend. I love her so much. Her name is Mahogany. Once she taught me the greatest lesson of my life, of which I tell my children, is that you don't ever need an explanation for someone. No is enough. So, like, do you want to come over? No. Like, I don't have to explain to you why I don't want to come over. I don't have to explain to you why I don't want to go there. No. Um, but she also believes in, like, manifesting, like, putting in the in the atmosphere like yeah. what you want in life yeah. and it comes to you like you believe that's a real thing wheels okay see i look i mean i i, I want to believe in something like that and this is but, this, is, but, this is well wait a minute Hilda. this is just this is me sort of being a smart ass so but i have a hard time there i i believe if you put good vibes out there maybe good things will come to you right but i just want to share this story with you 
one time, I think I've told Dana this, but one time I was in the mall and this guy came up to me and I thought he was going to ask me what time it was. So I got my cell phone out, got ready to tell him what time it was. And he said to me, do you mind if I pray for you? And I said, no, go ahead. I've done some fucked up things in my life. If you need to pray for me, go ahead. And uh, so he asked me what my disability was. And I said, cerebral palsy. And he then dropped to his knees and started praying for me right in the middle of the mall. Oh, God. To which I said, oh, Jesus Christ, I need to get out of here. <laughs> I would have so, gone. Like, boom, I'm sorry. See you, dude. Sorry. So, I mean, I believe that to a certain extent, right? But you can't put certain things out into the universe and ask for them to happen because for me, those certain things aren't going to happen. So I think there's different levels of it, right? Like that guy thought oh, that if no. you prayed for me, I was going to get up and walk. Oh, wait a minute. We also, wait I a minute. know, but I don't you know, you have to be realistic about what your, you know, intentions are. Obviously, you have an illness and it's, you know, it is what it is, but you can, um, you can bring about um, a whole lot more health and uh, richness to your life, not, sure. not money or even, even money. But I, I do believe that you could, you know, well, make- I'm listen. I'm going to try it before I sit down at the next poker table. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Oh, I, no, I know what you're saying. I'm being a smart ass. My belief is, is that people keep writing about it over and over and over again. So there's got to be something to it. Like every, every book that was ever written, the help or not the help. No, I'm sorry. What was that? Which one? About, about, uh, manifesting stuff to you. Um, I can't think of the name of the book. It wasn't help. What was it? I don't remember. I don't know. Lost my train of thought. But people keep writing about positive thoughts and you being able to manifest, you know, positive things in your life. The right. Book mentioned to you. Hilda gave me a book for Christmas. Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. A very old book. I think back in the 80s, that book saved my life. And I thought it was the stupidest book I ever read. And things like Who Moved My Cheese? Now that's a ridiculous book. Wait, what is but that But it book? helped a lot of people. Wait, I've never been heard of It's the same principle as what I'm what saying. What the hell is Who Moved My Cheese? You never read Who Moved My Cheese? No. I can't, I, oh my God. It's about repetitive patterns over and over and how the, I don't know what happened to the mouse, but someone moved a fucking cheese. <laughs> and excuse my language. And the, 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 it fell apart, you know? It's like we're used to these patterns. Oh, I don't, my cheese. I couldn't really get into it, but, you know. <laughs> I did know how that book helped that particular person that asked me to read it because he was a hot mess. But you know, it's had an impact on a lot of people. Who moved? And now, first of all, we are all going to go get who moved my cheese. I need to come know on, people out there. You, I'm going to go download it on my Kindle right right after the podcast. Here, who moved my cheese? I mean, I've heard of who cut the cheese, but I never know who moved the cheese. First of all, I'm gonna Google it. Wheels, if it's not the name of the book, Hilda needs to write it because no, who moved my cheese? No, who moved my cheese is a great name for a book. I would never write such a well. 
Never say well, never. I could write a book about like improving your life because she's helped well, me improve mine. Well, the thing is, I've just read a lot. Hilda, oh, I'm telling you right now. When you type in who moved, it says who moved my cheese. What? Who's it by, Hilda? Huh? Who's it by? I'm going to tell you. All right. Oh, this is an audiobook. Who moved my cheese? I love audiobooks because I'm going to oh, tell you. Oh, they probably have it on Amazon. I have a real problem with reading. What the hell? This is Japanese now. I have a real problem with reading actual books. Like, my brain is like. I'll read like a paragraph, which me she got too. me a book, which me but I, so we have to do like a book club because I'll read like a paragraph and during the paragraph, my mind will go. So it'll be like, you need to change your life. And then the next sentence, I'll be like, yeah, I need to get milk. <laughs> Did I move that thing in the basement that I thought about moving? Like I never, like the whole thought of the book never gets to me. Excuses, excuses, excuses. Get the audio version. Right. Go ahead. You I can't can focus is what you're telling us. I'm trying to find the author of Who Moved My Cheese. I'm telling you right now, though, Deanna, I'm just saying this right now. Hilda yeah. would have her own podcast. Thank you. You have no idea. Hilda has some stories. No. Hilda. Hilda has some stories. Hilda. Why? I'm telling you, we could make this We could make this like an every couple week thing you would be in Deanna. Hilda has some stories. And Hilda is yeah, full but of I knowledge. Was, I was thinking earlier, okay, if I had tuned in... Would I still be here? Are we interesting? Like, does anybody want to listen to us? Can, I, you well, think? can I just, I'll just give you a hint, Tilda. Okay. Right interesting. Now we have 40 people watching us. Right. And by the first of all, and we, we also get a lot of downloaders on this really? podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to be, you're going to be famous. Hilda, what? she keeps telling me you've got stories. Now, I don't know much about your life. So can you tell, can you give us a little background on Hilda and maybe, maybe a, a story. Listen, Wheels. Deanna is easily amused. I really don't have that many Bitch, stories. She does have stories. Plus, well, she, never, plus she never listens to it's them. It's whether or not she so, wants to. Whether or not she wants to tell it. She has really interesting. No, stories. no, no. It's probably maybe I had one or two good stories, but because she never listens to me, every time she hears, you know, she thinks it's a whole new story. <laughs> when I'm still trying to maybe continue the story, I started two weeks ago because she never. <laughs> I think that's the case, Wheels. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. She, has, she, has she has some good stories, but it's whether or not when she's ready to tell the stories. Find the author. I mean, you know, Google sometimes is just too much. Like, I, I Googled who moved my cheese, and I just want to know the author. It's I, Spencer Johnson. Yeah, but how long did it take you to get there? Two seconds. Spencer Johnson. But no, Hilda does have some good stories. She's lived quite the life. She lived in Hawaii for a little while. I did twice. That I have never been to Hawaii, but I hear it's an absolute beautiful place. It was uh, it was really really beautiful when I first lived there in the eighties. I lived there eighty two through eighty five, and it was what you know. Like, did, did you ever watch the old Elvis movies, Blue Hawaii? You know? Sure. So it was in, indeed a tropical paradise like no other. It was just fabulous. And one of the most interesting things about the island of Hawaii, well, there's eight of them, but they have Army, Air Force, Navy, and Marines, and they're all detailed to clean the beaches. Oh, really? You never, every time you went to a beach, it was pristine. 
And I remember I, I actually was on a detail and they do it like all the time. I mean, it's, they rotate it and it's mm -hmm. constant and it's different units, you know, are assigned to different areas. But I mean, I picked up some shit, some stuff, some, you know, to, to do, I did my fair share and um, with a whole lot of other people. I mean, we had truckloads of people that went and cleaned the beach that day. Right. So, I mean, but as you know, your average person just enjoying the beaches, they're fabulous. I've heard. I, I also hear that it's a very expensive place. Why? Three times? Three times the charm. Her husband, Ron. I'm married fantastic. to my fabulous, wonderful husband, Ron. Her soulmate. I've been married to him for four years, and it's really the only marriage I'd like to discuss. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, Hilda. Hilda, so we will. We will discuss the marriage with Ron because um, I'm interested. How did you meet Ron? In prison. In prison? <laughs> a prisoner. That's his favorite line. Ronald, that's his favorite line, my husband. He wasn't a prisoner. Um, <laughs> no, he, he was actually in charge the, of the prison. The warden, so to speak. The superintendent of the facility. Okay. At... But you know, Ron is a war veteran, Vietnam Vietnam yeah. veteran. He oh, did like Wheeze. Yeah. Two tours or an extended tour. I'm not sure how the story goes, but uh, he stayed longer so his brother wouldn't have to go. Hmm. Oh, really? I didn't know. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing. Wow. Um. Yeah. That's his amazing. I no. Oh, his brother passed. But was, brother, was the way I remember the story, and I can have the details a little sorted because you know, sometimes I don't remember ten minutes ago. So <laughs> me neither. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I me know <laughs> we don't. We else? Who the app is texting me? Yeah, I have no idea. I didn't even look. Should we be jealous? Do they not know who the hell you're talking to right now? How important we are? Should we be jealous? <laughs> no, I know you. I mean. Don't have your full attention on these two lovely, lovely ladies. women. <laughs> you have my full attention. And by the way, I just have to say that the purple hair, Hilda, it sort of <laughs> reminds me of, it sort of reminds me of Deanna. And this is going to make Deanna laugh because we had this person on the phone with us on the radio. Oh my God, tell that person to F off. Who is it? No, it's it's a Facebook message. I, I, oh, do we got haters? Do we got haters? Uh, do I have haters? I've got a couple. Do you have any haters? Are there any, oh, hate, are there any hateful are messages? Are there any hater people watching us? No, we're we're getting a bunch of love right now. People people are loving this. Let me tell you something. If you don't, I'll track you down. Because if you're get the F off. Right, you know. But I just want to say this because oh. I keep thinking it as I'm watching, as I'm looking at Hilda's beautiful purple hair. She sort of reminds me of like a Cindy Lauper a little bit, right? Cindy uh, Lauper. Well, I love Cindy Lauper. I, I, I just hope, Dan. I just hope she doesn't have psoriasis. Thank you. Let me tell Hilda this story because she does not know this. I don't have psoriasis. So we had you Cindy. Get, no, we had Cindy Lauper on the show, and now I, oh, I loved Cindy Lauper. She was one of my first. She's not dead, but listen, she was one of my first cassette tapes. Like, I love Cindy Lauper. The movie Girls Just Want to Have Fun was one of my favorite movies ever. I'm having so, a hot flash. Let me listen, so we have Cindy Lauper on the show. And Cindy Lauper is hawking some psoriasis medicine. <laughs> right? 
Yeah, and that's all she wanted to talk about. So every every question we asked Cindy Lauper. Is that right? She brought it back to F and psoriasis. Oh so we tried to do we tried, tried to say, okay, Cindy Lauper, talk about your psoriasis, get that off your sis, out of your system, and find something else. No, Cindy Lauper couldn't let it go. So I said, Cindy Lauper, your musical Kinky Boots was one of my favorite, my girlfriends. I remember saying that. Oh, it's so good. So Kinky Boots, my girlfriends, it was this was uh when I turned 40. Um, I was going through a difficult time. I'll just say that. That was only last year, right? Hey, wheels. You're, such, you're so wonderful. Um, so I was, turning, you? I was turning 40, and my girlfriends, uh, I was going through a tough time. My girlfriend surprised me, came to my house, and had planned a trip to New York City. This is pre-COVID, the stuff before we took, we took things for granted. And um, so um, they surprised me, came to my house. They bought me tickets to see Kinky Boots. Oh, wow. We had the weekend. We went to Dow. In uh, New York, which is yeah, yeah, which Dow. if you're you know like me and your white trash, you say Tao. I thought oh, it's Dow, so good, and it's a really fancy restaurant in New York City. And I never heard it called Dow. It's Dow. That's how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. And so we went there, and it was just so wonderful. Kinky Boots. And so I still told Cindy Lauper, I said it was one of my most favorite musicals. The music was so great, and I've seen a lot of. I've seen a lot of. I've taken my kids to see a lot of musicals on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, we were one of the few who saw Spider-Man before it was canned, before people were starting to get killed. Um, but I've taken my kids to see so many musicals, which, by the way, if the musical um, A Christmas Story ever comes to your town. Yeah. You know, honey, that good? Ever. But Kinky Boots was awesome. And so I said, Cindy, I loved your musical Kinky Boots. Now, <laughs> like a dream it was almost like when i talked to Corey feldman remember we had Corey feldman on yeah oh my god i loved Corey feldman like he was one of besides it was like kirk cameron kenny rogers Corey feldman on my wall <laughs> oh my and god. so um cindy lopper i was like kinky boots i loved it and she's like yeah i had psoriasis <laughs> boots and i was like oh my god cindy let the psoriasis go Though Cindy Lauper brought up her psoriasis when talking no, about No, but did you say let it go, Cindy? No, I didn't. No. That pissed her off. No, she, Deanna's really only ever pissed off one person. Who's that, you? No. No, no. Our, our friend. Um, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. We had Rob Schneider on. And for those of you who didn't hear the episode, uh, yeah. so... I love Brother Weeze, and I can t- I can like be a smart ass to Brother Weeze, but right. it's kind of sibling. Like, if you love your sibling, and I can tease my sibling, but when someone else teases your sibling, right, back the f off. Yeah. So Rob Snyder comes on, and he is being a, he was kind of a dick. Was he not a dick? Wheels. I wasn't there that day, but I heard the replay. He was a dick. <laughs> he was mocking Brother Weeze and like. The, the the protective me kicked in, and I was like, you are not going to F with my friend. <laughs> so I jumped in, and, and so he's like, Weez, why don't you ask me, like, a serious question? And I was like, okay, Rob, let's talk about your – and it was something – he had, there was some controversial comment he made about, like, I don't know, autism or – I don't know, something. And I brought it up, and, and Rob Schneider – this was one of my claims to fame, by the way – Rob Schneider called me a bitch Ooh. and hung up the phone. Yes. Up- yes. And then didn't he? he I, was- 
live on air. And then he was back in town for a comedy show. And he wouldn't come on. Yes. Because I was there and he wasn't about to be on the air. Bitch. <laughs> there is one thing that Hilda and I will tell you about. Oh, Deanna. If she you. is your friend, she will fight for you until the, the, the bitter end. I understand that. That is right. You don't have friends. But she will, however, if you're in a wheelchair, she will, however, run you in to the elevator door. Oh, my God. Do you know how many times I tried to help wheels get to out of, like, we'd be in studio, which I miss being in studio. But we'd be in studio and wheels, um, I'm like, wheels, let me walk you down to you, your ride. And I would always say, no, I got it. I can do it. And she'd like, shut up, bitch. I'm helping you. Which I didn't realize the reason he didn't want my help was because I'm a horrible driver. And I would literally, I'd turn in poor wheels. I'd run his leg into the wall, his leg into the door, into the <laughs> Yeah. If I wasn't in the wheelchair before I met Deanna, that's why I ended up in the wheelchair. This exactly. is hysterical. Yeah. We have, we've only got a few more minutes because I, Deanna's got to, got to run to pick up the children. Uh, but we have to, I know we've told this story and folks that are listening, I know we've rehashed some old stories, but they're just fun stories for us to tell. And Hilda hasn't heard some of them. And it's been, it's been a great hour with Hilda too. Hilda, let me ask you a question before I get into this last story. Would you come back and do this again with us? Absolutely. Right, Hilda? Did he say Deanna? Excuse me, Wills, were you addressing me? I mean, because she's trying to answer for me. Um, does she have to come too? I mean, I do work with her, so I would. It's been and a, she and she. If I didn't, she might. If I didn't say she could come back, she might push me down the stairs. Bitch, please. It's, it's been a pleasure. Yes, right. It's I'm doing Yes, I'm, let's do this again because this was this was super super fun. But Hilda, we have. I have to tell you this last story. And Deanna can chime in here. Deanna, do you remember the heart walk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you remember uh, Batman? Batman. Listen to the story. It's so, so we, as a station, we raise money for the American Heart Association. Right. And at the end of the campaign, we, we, went, we did a heart walk. And it was absolutely freezing that day. Like. Oh, so cold. So cold. And you have to understand, we were, it was so cold and everyone is strolling, right? It's a, it's a hard stroll. Right. We're not really running. We're just strolling. And Wheels and I, and, and Billy. Billy. F this. We aren't strolling. We're going to speed walk this mother effer. Right. Get this walk done fast. And we're going to get home into the warmth. Right. Wheels. So we're walking along. I think Alexis was walking with us, wasn't she? Yeah. Alexis Arnold from down the, down the hall. I think so. Was walking with us, and this guy, Hilda, dressed up just like Batman. Batman. Came up to me. But we are taking his job very seriously. So you have to understand, it's a heart walk, so he's there for, like, the children. And so Batman is taking his job very seriously. He is in a legit Batman costume, okay? I mean, yeah. we're talking batarangs. He had the full, like, he was good to go. Oh, right. Go now... Hilda, when we say he's taking his job seriously, he is like lovingly looking up at the skyscrapers, like thinking to himself, I really wish I could scale that wall. 
Wait, it's Batman, not Spider-Man. No, it's Batman. Oh, yeah, but uh, Batman can get up there. He can jump. Yeah, so Batman comes up to Deanna, and she he says to Deanna, I'm actually going to let you take over from there, Deanna, because right. you had the first interaction with Batman. He said, no, we are grown effing man. Okay. I'm 40 years old. Right. I know I have a baby face, but I'm 40 years old. Oh, Wait, you, may have been, you may have been 38, right? Yeah I, yeah, I think I was 38, 38. Yeah. yeah that's me. What's the little guy's name? <laughs> I knew that. Oh my God. I, I don't have the heart to tell Batman. I don't have the heart to tell Batman that the little guy's a grown man. <laughs> save somebody no batman went back with his batman apparently not only does he carry batarangs <laughs> batman also carries sharpies because batman he batman stayed back a little bit as we were we as we were speed walking to get the heart walk over because oh, yeah. yeah batman stays back and batman signs a batarang Two wheels from <laughs> Batman. Now, Batarang is like a, a thing. It looks like bat and bat in, in the movies. Batman throws it. He goes, and it hits, and it hits the bag. Now, Hilda, the best part about this story is. Right, it's a boomerang. It took me a minute. Sorry. Yeah. The best part about the story is, Hilda, I don't know that any of this took place. So wow. Batman comes up to me and hands me the Batarang or the whatever it's called. And I. I like Deanna, I didn't have the heart to tell him I was 40. So I just said, thank you, Batman. Thank you, Batman. And Batman was so proud of himself. Batman walked away. <laughs> was his vision blurred or what? Batman, <laughs> Batman walked away with his chest on tie. <laughs> he was so proud of himself. So you know what? Oh, God. That's I did funny. a good job for a little man. I did a good job for a child in a wheelchair funny. today. Right away, and he was about to go save the world. <laughs> and we laughed. I mean, I was crying. That right. Batman uh -oh. with the battering. And then we went in the we went in the studio the next day, and we were telling the story on the air. And we tried to do his best Batman impression. Oh my God! Do you remember that impression? It was like yeah, Batman. But it sounded just like we saying Batman. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I often, I don't like to go to the mall around Christmas time. I don't like to go to the mall around Christmas time because if I take my niece over to see Santa Claus, who, by the way, I just had him on the podcast. That was a great podcast. But if I take him over to take her over to see Santa Claus, Santa will often try to give me a candy cane. <laughs> <laughs> because you're in a wheelchair. Yes. Special uh... privileges. Meanwhile, Santa doesn't know that Wheels is like, hey, lady, if you can twerk, I'll give you a coin oh, that'll make your vagina go. God, I... 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's 7.30. Oh, my God. Does your mom listen to this? Does your mom know what you do with those coins, wheels? She's right upstairs laughing at every bit of this. Does she know what you're spending all of that money you saved in your piggy bank? First of all, I've never, I've never done that. I just did it the one time to see oh. what it was like. Just get a regular porn channel. Thank I, you. Oh, I've got a fire stick now, Hilda, so that's all taken care of. A fire stick. Oh, sounds yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think that might be TMI. <laughs> my- if, yeah. if you didn't have to go anywhere, I could stay here another hour. All right. Well, thank you guys. Love you, Wheels. So much fun. Thank you for having me on your show. Can we do it in can we do it in like another month? Absolutely. Why not? All right. And Hilda, can you come prepared with maybe one or two stories, Hilda? Got stories. Okay. I'll try. All right. Got stories. Uh, And I'm I'm sure. Has Ron been watching the whole time? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he ever connected. I can't wait to hear his reaction. You're going to have to tell Deanna so that I can. He's all for it. He's like, go have fun. Ron loves you know. me now. Ron does love Ron me. Loves me. Does, Ron loves me. Does Ron ever come over and join the party or no? Right. Ron loves me now. He used to say don't wave at the neighbors, but Ron loves me now. Oh, well, very good. Well, thank you, ladies. Have a great night. I love you, Deanna. You know I love you. Hilda, I feel like we're BFFs now. Hey, we are. uh, We're going to do this again. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another wild and crazy episode of Wednesdays with Wheels. This was was so much fun this Wednesday. I love these two ladies. You can catch Miss Deanna King on the Brother Wee Show every Monday through Friday. I'm there with her on Friday, and I fill in for people when they're sick or on vacation. Uh, What's that? Early bitch and watch it. Listen, to I don't show. know any of this. You don't know any of this. Well, no. you can catch her on Radio ninety five point one on uh, Monday through Friday, six uh, fifteen to ten a.m. Sometimes and uh, it's a great show. So uh, thank you guys. Listen, uh, Anna, will you do me a favor? What? Will you share this link on the ninety five one Facebook page? Absolutely, Wheels. Thank you, my dear. Love you guys. We'll see you later. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back next week with probably a little bit more serious of an episode. I don't know that we can. Wait a minute. Are you saying this wasn't serious? Are you trying to say this was just like fluff? I was confused. I mean, this was just fun. This is what this was. I can't be held All right. Love you, Wheels. Bye. Love you. See you later. Ladies and gentlemen, another Wednesdays with Wheels. I hope you had a great time. We'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.